Fast pace, real issues, pulling no punches. It's time for the bottom line. Welcome to the bottom line. This is Yaku Boyens. So good to be with you again. We are pulling no punches straight down to the root of the issue. The bottom line here we go. Welcome, everybody. So good to be back. There's so much going on, so much to announce. Some new partnerships, relationships. The show is growing, and it's only because you are a listener. Please give us those five stars. Subscribe. Recommend us to your friends. We are bringing you the bottom line tonight again here on a topic that I wouldn't discuss with anybody else first, at least, because I'll have it a couple times, because I think this topic tonight Today, whenever you're listening, is one that touches everybody, uh, even me included at the moment, which is why my voice sounds the way it sounds. Uh, I'm coming out of having lost my voice almost completely for a number of reasons, but I have put excessive stress on my body with travel and speaking a ton, and therefore my voice went We are tackling the bottom line of stress. And we're having Philippa Boyens with us because, again, a critical thinker in this way. uh, You know, I say Philippa is only akin in our society to like the Jordan Rubens, the people who think analytically and from a philosophical standpoint, but also very pragmatic with a background in studying psychology, et cetera, et cetera. So stress. Philippa, when I say the word stress, welcome, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, when I say the word we stress. Balance each other out. <laughs> yeah. When I say the word stress, mm-hmm. what comes to mind? Anxiety. Um, I, I get a feeling in the pit of my stomach and my chest. I, there, there's a weight to it and there's, there's this anxious feeling in my heart and my head. I, I get all of the feels when I hear the word stress. Here's an interesting story. I used to feel, once upon a time, <laughs> regarding stress. I was a young kid, raised by a single mom, no dad in the house. I would circle the house at night n- numerous times. I would check the doors. There was true anxiety because it was Africa. And there's crazy home invasions and robberies and just it is a lot of crime. It's not like here. No, it's not like here. I mean, we had my house had electric fencing on the wall. We're talking about 3,000 volts of fencing around. And still they broke into the house. Still they poisoned the dog. So there was a reason mm-hmm. for anxiety. But and that wasn't an abnormal occurrence. No, either. no, no. That was normal in South Africa, but it's but it's abnormal to 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 a ten year old and a twelve year old yeah. shouldn't go through that. But it wasn't until recently, when I, through Bruce Johnson and a JH project, that that we learned that hey, today's Gen Zers, millennials, Gen Zers, their number one fear is to lose a parent, for a parent to die, yeah. before them. Well, that was my fear. Mm. So I don't think much has changed in the last. <laughs> 30 years, that was my fear because I had one parent Mm. and it was so bad, you know, that I would go at night and I would even put my thumb by my mom's nose to make sure that we were breathing. And then my brother and my sister, I would circle the house and then I would muster up some courage 
as a 10, 12 year old, and I'd go outside and I'd walk around the house. Because I wanted to make sure that it was nobody. I mean, it was, and again, just cause, not crazy. We had 13 home invasions through me being born until I was a senior in high school, where people break in, breaking and entering. And again, every house has electric fencing. So it bred a culture of stress Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, And there were other things. Now, the net result of it, was a 19-year-old, at that time I played professional rugby, but a 19-year-old with a bleeding stomach ulcer from stress. Now, fast forward that, and I'm going to juxtapose it, and then I want to get your thoughts. And that would predominantly was the, the stressor, was the family, keeping the family. And then, of course, Ilanka, my sister, went through the trafficking situation, which only, I mean, it just compounded everything, right? But there was also the stress of not having a father figure. But I found a great way to compensate for that with sport and just being successful in sport. So that didn't really add stress. It was really safety. My mom, safety, the family, right? Anyway, fast forward that juxtaposed to July 16, 2009, 2 o'clock in the morning when I had a massive encounter with God. And one of the things, one of the wrestles that I was going to war with with God at the time was stress. Hmm. And you were there. You were in the house, but you were sleeping. And I said this to God in a prayer, take stress out of my life. And I kid you not, in an instant, it was gone. It's amazing. In that moment, July 16, 2009, around 2... Because the other 30. ones you kind of had to wrestle with. More. The other ones I had to wrestle with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having a father. Not. I mean, I had. To, I went to war with God on things. But, but since that day, and I'm saying this as straight up, bottom line, root transparency as I can be. I don't feel the feel that you described. Mm-hmm. The feel part of stress. Yeah. Gone. Now that feel part controlled my life kept me awake, Mm -hmm. became a driver, actually, because stress is kind of a stress-fear component. It really is. I totally made that connection, absolutely. Have you made that connection? Now, I didn't know at the time, but looking back, it was stress-fear. Oh, for sure. Stress, but it's Uh fear-induced. The bottom line of stress is fear. I think so, too. It's fear. Ladies and gentlemen, it's fear. I was afraid of losing a parent. I was afraid of how I would take care of my brother and my sister. I was afraid of losing another parent after a father walked out. Afraid of losing, it was fear that drove the stress. Now, I had feelings, anxiety, gone. God took it in an instant and I've never had it since. Hmm. And I can honestly tell you, I'm a person that lives without stress because I don't have fear in my life anymore. There's no fear. There's no stress. Mm. Never had another stomach ulcer issue. I think think I've had years added to my life because of it. (laughs) So, but we still put our body in stress positions such as sleeping three hours a night, not hydrating enough. I'm going to lose my voice. (laughs) Right? Consequences. There's consequences that you can see. But the feeling, Mm -hmm. the anxiety in the pit of your stomach, the worry... The the I was I was borderline obsessive compulsive. Yeah. Okay. 
even when you married me, I was still that way because yes. I hadn't yet had July 16, 2009 happen. We married in yeah. 2007. So you met me with stress and fear in my life. Mm-hmm. Gone. We both felt it. <laughs> Gone. Took it. And, and I've never Jeez. felt yeah. those feels. Let's talk the feels. That was a long intro. I know. No, it's so good. But, but I wanted to set the stage that once upon a time, I felt. <laughs> once upon a time, I laid in the hospital where they said we have to operate on a bleeding stomach ulcer in a 19-year-old. Once upon a time, yes, but it, but I can also tell you in a moment it got taken, gone, mm. never again. So talk to me about the feels. What do you feel? The listeners, what do you, I'm asking you as a listener, what do you feel? How does stress manifest in your life? Well, I, you were talking about South Africa, and I'm just going to... Um, I've been blessed to be able to visit South Africa with you a number a, a number of times, and we've been able to go to um, Israel as well. And those been to some other places too, but those two specifically, I feel like the people there live in a state of stress, of higher stress, because there is a constant, at least in the back of their head, that threat level to their lives is a lot higher than what we have here. And so um, people that are exposed to those kind of situations constantly, I totally understand having visited why you were under, and I, you know, I didn't see the things that you saw, but I could feel it. No, but you saw, saw, you saw a lot. Yeah. I mean, five trips, seven trips. Yeah. So... And it, it's not just you, but it affects, um, it affected a lot of people and still does. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, <laughs> safety, security that you were talking about, that fear. And I was connecting it too with fear. I was thinking, you know, I, for most of my life, especially growing up, I, fear was such a familiar spirit. Talk about that. How? Um, fear of what? Everything. I mean, it. I was afraid to speak. I was afraid to do something wrong. I was afraid to... Um, I had a huge issue with perfectionism, and I was just super sensitive. So, like... And discerning, which young could, you know, everything was my fault. Um, that's how I had interpreted it. Uh, which... So it just compounded with a lot of fear and a lot of stress to be perfect and reach a bar that I could ne- never measure up to. It was never good enough. So that stress was just, un, it was really unbearable to the point where I would, as a small kid, I remember crying myself to sleep multiple times, um, like a week, <laughs> like just because I was so miserable and so sad as a kid. Um, and it was pressure that I had put on myself that I had allowed other people to put on me. Um, so I just... I became very familiar with anxiety and fear and depression. I feel like those things are all very linked. Um, but when you look back now, what was the root? Was it fear? What were you afraid of? <coughs> um, oh, so many things. I think it comes back to our whole purpose thing is I didn't, I didn't know who I was and why I was here. So it's like I didn't have a foundation. My foundation wasn't very strong. It was, I was, Felt like I was constantly trying to prove myself and it was never enough. Which is I the did- second biggest fear? <laughs> Losing a parent, number one. Second fear is not knowing why. For millennials and Gen Zers. Yeah, I think it's the 
biggest one is not knowing why. Not you're knowing here. why you're here or losing a parent. Those two are the top two. And you know, we were going through a particularly this. You know, when we married, I still had all of those things, and it was super stressful. And we both had the fear and the anxiety, and just compounded together was like it had to be dealt with. Um, and we that's were, a good way to say it. It had to be <laughs> dealt with. The first year and a half was rough. So rough. Uh, and that was me. I mean, really. No, it was not just you. Yeah, also, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, I married at 32, and you sit in your ways, and you got things, and you think the whole world thinks the way you think, or you think the whole world's supposed to think the way you think. And that is, in fact, not the case. <laughs> when you're surrounded with a bunch of people that think the way you think, you're probably not in the right crowd. We need to be challenged. We need to be, you know, iron sharpens iron. And so, yeah. That's true. Um, but we were going through a particularly stressful time. Um, I had not been to South Africa yet. We were going through immigration processes, which is so stressful. When My, you do it legally. Woo. Insanely stressful. Philippa so can, stressful. we'll do a whole immigration was, podcast. I mean, I had some pretty stressful moments in my life. For sure, but that was one of the highlights was um, going through immigration paperwork and interviews. And at one point, I had to legally prove that living in South Africa would be detrimental to my mental health. And I was already struggling with depression like years prior to this. I don't want to sidetrack, but I want to tell people (laughs) listening. I want you to hear what Philippa just said. As an American-born citizen, marrying... A legal immigrant, right? The United States government asked my American-born wife to prove why it would be hard for her to not live in South Africa. And that's why we wanted to have a life in the United States. And today, I mean, it's insane what we went through with, with the immigration process. It, it that interview, I, I'll never forget. Your straight, you, you, it was, it was a breaking point almost. It was really bad, and there's so many people that go through immigration um, that who have similar super stressful stories. It's a when it's done life. legally, we're talking legal yeah. immigration. Yeah, well, I think all of it is so so but, stress so stress. Okay, so, so that stress, was one of my yeah. high, that was one of my big ones, and so I had never gone to South Africa, and I'm hearing all of the horror stories from South Africa from you, and I'm having to prove that it would be mentally damaging to my health. Um, so I was just overloaded with stress, and I'd never flown that far in my life. Um, we were going to go visit your your father. And, I yeah, that was a breaking point for me. And I had a mentor in my life at the time go, hey, let's let's get a coffee. And we had this amazing meeting where she prayed over me and she um, just spoke life into me because she saw where I was at. It was not a good place. And thank God for people like that. Um, We need mentors in our lives for sure. Um, But she told me something that just completely set me free. It was, it just flipped a switch. And um, she was talking about how she used to be terrified of flying too. She used to be absolutely terrified and which was one of the many fears that I had at the time. And, um, she was praying and she just felt like the Lord said, um, reminded her there's a reason and purpose why she's here. And until that's completed, she's safe. And everybody else on that plane is safe because God has a plan and purpose for her life. 
Um, and until that's completed, she's, she's good. And, um, and, and then she said, and if it is my time to go, then I know where I'm going and that is good. And I just got it. And I realized I, it, that was my switch. It was like, wow, you know, cause I knew what God had promised me at that point. I knew God's promises. I knew why I was here and I could stand on it until that's completed, you know, whatever that looks like. And if it is my time to go, that's also amazing. And that that's, that's okay. And that's amazing. And it like literally sucked the, all the wind out of fear for me. Like it, it took away all the power of that fear from my life. And I feel like, like this thing with COVID, like people are so afraid and they're literally worshiping and praising fear as this righteous thing. And it's not like fear is from, fear is not from God. He has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. And like fear, like I remember that anxiety, like I remember that stress and, um, I still don't like flying, but like, I know God has plans and purposes and promises for me. And until that's completed, I'm, I'm good. And everybody else on that plane is safe because of that and many other things. But, um, and if it is my time, then so be it. And it is, it is good. So that like, it literally, it clicked and it took all of the, the wind out of fear for me. So like, virus, whatever, it's the same. No matter what your fear is that you're dealing with, um, God has you here for a reason. If you woke up this morning, there is a purpose and plan for your life and something for you to still do. And until that's accomplished, like you're good. You're good, but you need to show up. You need to show up and don't let fear keep you down and keep you from doing that um, and suffocate you. It's suffocating. It's debilitating so fear, fear, the root of stress, stress widely in the international health community, widely. And there's thousands of white papers on this. Okay, this is a non-contested point in the world where everybody yells science, science, science. <laughs> True science, let's talk physiology because physiology doesn't change. Stress is the number one contributor to Illness, sickness, disease, death, stress. And if we say stress is rooted in fear, then we can say fear is, in fact, a contributor to death. And that's why God said, I did not Mm. give you a spirit of fear, because fear produces death. Not just necessarily death to the human body, but let's take an example. A boy gets an opportunity to step up to the baseball diamond to bat. He's wanted to do it his whole life, but he's afraid. He will not hit the ball. So his opportunity will die in that moment because of fear, Mm -hmm. right? So sometimes we hold on so tightly to what we want But what we don't realize is we're actually holding on tight because we're afraid that it may never happen. Mm. Then the opportunity comes and we can't perform because we're afraid. 
It's and debilitating. Yeah. It's debilitating. Fear produces death. Fear shows up as stress. Mm. So now I'm asking this question to everyone listening. How does stress show up in your life? Do you yell? Are you angry? Do you break out in hives? You broke out in hives when oh you were a gosh, kid. Oh my gosh, that right? is so true. Yeah. Right? Physical response. I was. The body so will stressed. physically show stress. So afraid, so stressed. I would break out in hives multiple times. Like, it was horrible. These welts. From, it was my, a mental thing. Like, it wasn't anything physical. It was, I was so afraid and stressed that, yeah. But no, but this is naturally, and we didn't even discuss this topic before this. Nat, the natural progression is this. You just said mental. Mm-hmm. Okay? That was me. Until God took it. Mm-hmm. There's no stress or fear mentally, emotionally, zero. Zero. Of nothing. Fear of no man. Fear of God. Mm-hmm. Fear of not being in God's will. Fear of, 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 you know, not seeing myself. But it's a righteous fear. It's a fear of not, I don't want to be separated from God. But mm-hmm. fear of no man. Fear of no opportunity or lack of opportunity or money or no money or virus or no virus or situation, zero. And it's not a bravado. This is not something you can conjure up. This is something that you lose. It gets taken from you. Because in order to be fearful, you have to make an agreement with the spirit of fear. God says, I did not give you a spirit of fear. So you have to make agreement with spirits. Whether you're a believer, a, a Christian listening or not, some people make agreements with the devil, <laughs> with witchcraft, with, with the cabal, with, so with whatever, right? You have to make an agreement with fear. When you break the agreement with fear, that's when Scripture says, now death lost its sting. Mm. There's no more fear. Now, the body can still be placed in stress. Listen to my voice. <laughs> I had no fear, none. I had no emotional stress. I'm not worried about money, opportunity, where I go, will I be safe, will my family be safe? But my body is telling you right now it was under stress yeah. for the last week because of the lack of sleep, the lack of hydration, et cetera, et cetera. So stress can show up in the body. Mm-hmm. Without you feeling the feels of fear. Yeah. So do you, fear is gone for you. Do you still have mental stress? Is your mind still engaged in that spinning, revolving over and over and over? (laughs) Do you still have that? Do you still get stress from mental in the feels of stress? I think... um, well, my life has, has changed drastically. I'm in a different season than um, when we got married and till now. Coming up on 14 years, God is good. Amen. In a couple of weeks. Yeah, last seven years have been a lot better than the first, for sure. Yeah, but, well, we're, we're, we're flying. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Praise God. Um, but I, I think, you know, you've, you talk about this, that we have... Each person has a few different arrows, you call them arrows, that the enemy likes to use to attack yeah, us. And I've, and, I've, and I've prayed this through, and I, and I really believe it's four. Mm. It could be more, but I really, I've identified in people. 
It's four yeah. key ways that the enemy attacks you over and over and over. Because he can't create. You're not creative, right? Yeah. So if you can identify these arrows, yeah. you can start eliminating them or block them. Yeah. So I'm I'm a writer and I'm sensitive and so and I'm very imaginative and contemplative. So I do have to be more careful with what I put in front of my eyes and what I spend mental time on. And I do agree that, you know, what you what you think about, what you put your time to is what you worship. So I I have to be very cognizant of what I am spending my mental energy on because if it's not something um wholesome and uplifting, good for building others up, it's you know, not going to be good for my mental capacity and everyone around me because it affects me and it affects other people because of that that I'm around. So it's one of my arrows I just have to be more careful of. Um I just want to hit something um, that we're talking about a little bit. You also talk about how um, danger is real, but fear is an illusion. So there are there are real dangers. Like fear is the greatest con job yeah. by the enemy. Seriously, but danger is real. Yeah. Like walking across the street without looking <laughs> is dangerous. You would know you were hit by a van. I was hit by a bus. Yeah. That yeah. The, don't do that. Okay. And I was looking. He just ran a red light, but. But danger is real. So what's the difference between fear and danger? Well, fear is a spirit. Danger is not. Danger you can measure Mm -hmm. and you can guard against. So evil Knievel did things (laughs) that to him was not dangerous to the level that it would be for anybody else, Mm. right? Uh, You know, jumping your car off, you know, from one building to another building. It was a mitigated, calculated risk. It had danger, but he could measure it. Fear, you can't measure. It is a black hole that sucks you in and consumes you. Yeah. Because it's a spirit. It is. And we go into this in your book that we're working on about death culture. Like death is never satisfied. And fear is definitely a part of death culture and um the enemy came to steal kill and destroy like that is his goal so you don't play with this stuff you don't play with snakes they're they're gonna bite you that's gonna end bad and we talked about this on another um podcast about i just i can't get rid of that image of the the little dragon that is it's sin and, and it's cute and like i can manage it and it just keeps growing the more you feed it and the more time you spend with it like you got to kill that thing you've got to get rid of it Especially before it, you know. It gets bigger than you. Because it will devour you. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, so stress. So, so what I'm going to say this. A dear friend, a dear brother. This is a shout out to him. Dr. Pete Sulak from Revel Health, Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, a forerunner, no question, in a faith, in crusades, but a forerunner in, in, in healthcare today. I was with Pete a couple of days ago. And Pete's talking about your body gets stuck mm. in a stress rep- response That's state. So true. Yeah. Most people, Pete says, most people over the age of 30 have been in a stress response for over 20 years. Mm. Where their body doesn't return to what's called homeostasis. Wow. And in homeostasis, 
the full power of the human immune system and the body, as if that could be controversial, human immune system. It's real, folks. There is a human immune system, and it's stronger than anything, any vaccine, any medicine. But only in homeostasis can the human immune system do what it's really designed to do and heal the body. And so we yo-yo back and forth. Now, the, the thing is, as Pete would explain it, you're going to get in a stress situation, right? For sure. It's life. It could be you know, people slamming on their brakes in traffic. Mm-hmm. Your cortisol levels go up. You stress. It could be, hey, hey, you're watching your football team and you really want them to win and maybe you want it too bad. And all of a sudden your heart rate goes up. You go to 120, 130 beats a minute. That's a stress environment. But you come back from it. You rebound to homeostasis. If you don't come back from it, you get stuck. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the kicker. Trauma yeah. and abuse. Yep. How do you come back from that? It makes you get stuck wow. in a stress response. Mm, for sure. And your body never gets back to homeostasis. And now we focus on keto diet, nutrition, all these things. None of those things can put your body in homeostasis. None of it. It can increase your life quality. But this is why people that are athletes that are fit, healthy, die from heart attacks. Have cholesterol levels through the roof. You go, wait a minute, this is what makes sense. This person eats clean, vegan diet, keto, the whole deal. And there's this guy... Sucking down McDonald's <laughs> and he lives a hundred years. You're like, how does that work? It's all got to do with stress. Whoa. Stress on the body. Mm. And I would say this, and this is not Pete, this is Yaku. So much of stress in the American life comes from the mind. For sure. Things we manufacture, we make a mountain out of a molehill. We make, we, 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 you said it's all me, me, me. Either it's me, I'm the culprit, or the whole world is against me. Mm-hmm. I'm the victim, right? True. Your body is stuck in a stress response and, and it consumes you, right? Mm-hmm. So talk about the mental spin that I have not felt since 2009 at all talk about that mental spin of getting yourself worked up in stress well i feel like this is going to turn into a counseling session (laughs) like and i love i love it i am a huge huge fan of um counseling and um you have to be with the right people though because that can also be stressful if you're not with the right people um and deliverance and things because you know one of the things for trauma that I think is extremely important is she is walking through forgiveness because it if you don't forgive it's literally it's the analogy of drinking poison hoping the other person dies um it it keeps you in that stress response um and it keeps it feeds itself that's what I think it's um that swirl I think you're talking about once you make an agreement once that trauma has happened the word curses, the lies you've believed, um, sin, it feeds itself. It's death culture. It's never satisfied. So it's not even that you're 
yeah, I mean, maybe you're stuck, but it like it compounds. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, totally yeah. compounds, right? Yeah, and I don't mean you're stuck like it doesn't get worse. It gets worse. <laughs> you're stuck in a stress state where you don't come back to homeostasis. Um and and I get and I guess this is a good time. You know, we we're we're starting to walk really close with Dr. Pete, and I'll do a shout out for Revel Health. And there's some amazing, amazing. there's some amazing products, uh, really fully organic uh, products that you can take, uh, such as the product Restore that really helps you to restore the body chemically. Chemically, we are a chemical body. We have. Uh, give or take 80 trillion cells and those cells vibrate and as pete would say when the brain stops communicating with a cell and the cell stops vibrating sickness comes in and that happens when stress happens and so there's chemical reactions in our body there's an electrical current in your body a neuro response in your body and so these products shout out to rebel health uh, you can find it on my website and we'll, we'll we'll give you a link to where you can get it as well Incredible product. The sleep product is literally eradicating PTSD. It is Amazing. it is eliminating PTSD for people. For the people with PTSD, reach out to me, uh, you know, and, and getting the body restored to a homeostasis to where the body's healing qualities that God put in the body can heal itself. Something I never knew when I'm from Africa <laughs> that Pete shared with me this weekend. He said, Yaku, this is almost like a, a dad joke. I thought it was a dad joke for a second. I was like, ha it's funny. And then I'm like, wait a minute. He's being serious. Why is the zebra, sounds like a dad joke, right? Why is the zebra the only animal in the world that doesn't get ulcers? I don't know. The zebra. Now, get this. No animal is chased more than the zebra in <laughs> the world. True. No animal is a softer Prey, and for those of you who don't know, zebra, kind of like a horse in the family, but his hind legs too long, can't really run, too heavy, can't move. <laughs> so the lions eat him. Here's what happens to the zebra. The zebra goes to the highest level of stress of every any animal in the world. Yeah, that would be a horribly stressful way to live. But God gave the zebra the ability to forget and immediately bounce back to homeostasis. And it's the most peaceful homeostasis animal on the planet. So the animal that's the most hunted, otherwise they just fall over from heart attacks. They die. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. God did that for them. Wow. They don't get ulcers. The zebra. Okay. That's interesting. And it's proof that if you can bounce back from stress yeah. quickly. Stress, stress response back homeostasis. Stress response homeostasis. But we need to help the body. Come out of a place where it's stuck. So that was a shout out to Rebel Health. Uh, and there's a lot of things there too. Therapy, of course. And yes, lifestyle, exercise. But there are some amazing non-medicinal products, natural products that God gave us in plants and in life uh, that we can definitely share with you to help you bring the body back into homeostasis. And we're talking about when there's stress. This is, again, the world's health community. When there's stress present, Cancer, anxiety, diabetes, diverticulitis, you, uh, you know, MS, lupus, you know, j you can just list it up. Every single one of those. Uh, and I would argue 
truthfully, this is me, my opinion, not a medical opinion. Those who were deathly afraid of COVID, when they get it, they get really, really sick. It does seem to be the case. Because they've already preconditioned in their mind, and God says, as a man thinks, so is he, that they're going to have to turn nearly at death. And, and, and so they don't, you lose the fight. Your body, you can think yourself sick. You can think yourself into depression. (laughs) You gave yourself hives. And so for the listener, what is your mind? What is the role of your mind at the moment? And we've we've had it. Stress. And it wasn't it's Yeah, no. Oh, trust me. I had a bleeding stomach ulcer. I was not the zebra. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Now I'm the zebra. It's amazing. And I'm I'm thinking of these guys with PTSD too, um, of a family member that went through war and decades, nightmares. 50 years. Yeah, couldn't forgive um, what his commanding officer made him do. Um, but amazing to see going through therapy with someone who really cared and got it um, in his 80s yeah doing therapy for what happened in vietnam yeah. and actually being set well, korea, free yeah. korea sorry korea is korea another vietnam vet and then we had you know yeah. desert storm and a bunch of guys but but this was a korea getting set free being able to forgive in his 80s this guy and it's and it set him free you know and you know, that stuff isn't excusable. And we're, we were talking about abuse a little bit. And this stuff you shouldn't, you know, it's not excusable. Like, it's not things that you should be able to forgive and let go. But for, to get rid of the trauma and the stress, like, <clears throat> you have to find a way to forgive and let it go. And, you know, there's been seasons in my life where... I think it's da- self care is important, um, yeah. but I think you can also slip into <coughs> so much self care that you slip out of like being effective in the world and in it, and like just can avoid things. And I know that could be a could be a thing for me. I, you know, I joke about one day I'm going to be a hermit and just live out in the middle of nowhere, but I I really couldn't do it. No, it's not um, what we're made to do. We're not born not. for that. So that's, and that's why you married me. That's why God had you marry me. You got, yes. you got to run your motor 100 is miles an hour. It's own form of stress for me that I've had to learn and adapt and deal with. Um, but that's just called iron sharpens iron. <laughs> <laughs> because for me, it's like, hey, slow down a little bit. And I go, I don't want to. I'm just going to get real. But, con- yeah, go. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but I do think there are seasons of our life where we do have to have boundaries. Like we It's do ebb have and to, flow. It's, it's, it's stress response and rebound to yeah. homeostasis. You have yeah. to be able to heal. You have to give yourself permission and time and space to be able to heal and deal with things or you're to get back to homeostasis. There you go. Yeah, I know. And, and, and this is why rest is so important. This was why God said six day or seven day I rest. This is why we hold Shabbat in my house. This is our house. This is why we train. Rest is very important. Rest is not always just sleep. It's resting from stress. Resting from, from your mind, Mentally. running all the variants of what could go wrong, 
And come on, let's be honest. Oh, let's yeah. be honest now. A lot of the people listening, you intentionally expect the worst. Prepare you, that whole nonsense. If I prepare myself for the worst, then I won't be surprised. No, you're just going to live in stress and take years off your life and prematurely thing. die. <laughs> so how about you don't expect the worst? Well, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. 100%. It's a word curse. It is. So, so why do people stress about money? Come on, let's get real now. People, Yaku, come on, it's money. No. Why do people stress? Because it's one of the number one stressors. Yeah. It's one of the number one reasons for divorce, mm. particularly women. Why? Women want stability. Mm. We understand why women want stability. Not because they're difficult, but because they're supposed to nest. They're supposed to be the glue in the foundation. The family has to be stable. The kids have to be a, a routine. Women are supposed to have stability. Because they want stability, then all of a sudden, um, you know, now money brings stability. So we think money is a tool. God brings stability. Why do we stress about money? Because we're afraid. Society is afraid that it won't be able to put food on the table, pay the rent. Or what if? Or what if? And it doesn't mean money is not important. It's very important. God speaks more of money in the Bible over 2,000 times than hardly anything else. But not to fear the lack of. Right? Because it'll turn into stress and, and eat you alive. And there's so many fears right now. We, we talked briefly about COVID and the virus. But um, there's so much fear of the future right now. And what's it going to hold? And supply chains. And not going to have food. And China. And Russia. And um, the border. And like the news is literally like so fear-based. I... I have stopped watching the news for eight years. No, um, yeah, probably eight years now. I had I had heart palpitations. I was getting heart palpitations. And, and no joke, guys, she does not watch the news, and I am in media. <laughs> I mean, I am on but, the blaze and shows, and and yeah. But so. I feel it, like, and I was. But that's saying, what I want to talk about the feel. I, I was because people feel. I want people to recognize when they feel that feeling. Not everybody. It's in this. fact stress. Rooted in fear. Yeah. So every time they feel that feeling, I want them to go ask themselves, what am I afraid of? Mm. And if we can get rid of the fear, man, life is going to change. And it doesn't mean when I look at the border, I was at the border last week. It's a, it's a disaster. I mean, there's, there's We're going to do a whole special. But I go into a stress environment, but then you come into homeostasis where you go, okay, that's great. But I'm not going to fear it. Now, what are we going to do about it? Let's fix it. Yeah. Otherwise, you just stay in this social media spin of fear, fear, fear. I mean, I will say social media and the news are toxic. And if you haven't figured that out, like, just pay attention to your responses um, and people around you that are engaged in it a lot. Um, I know my family was just angry. And even I had a family member that would, would be so angry over watching football. I'm like... This is not healthy. Stop. Like, yeah, like yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. this is not healthy. Well, it becomes an had, identity, well, right? And yeah. he had heart problems too. I'm like, stop. Like, this is really not good for you. And I think we, you know, I know people think differently um, than 
than we do, but I guess I've always been more self-aware with my emotions and the, the emotions of others and like my, yeah. what's going on yeah. in my head. Um, but yeah, um, social media and news is toxic. They get money and clicks off of fear and your constant engagement. So that's how they keep people. Well, fear, fear is and the anger. best. It's fear is the best bait. So um, it's great. Bait. It's toxic. It's toxic. But there are so many things. There are real things going on. There are absolutely real things. Danger is real, but fear is an illusion. Um, and specifically to the future, like, will I get sick? Will I have money? Will my husband be okay? Will my, my kids, whatever, like, um, food, you know, national health, um, religious liberties, fr- like, freedom of speech, all of this stuff. And I just, I feel like the Lord just has me keep coming back to, like, um, yeah, do not fear what the future holds. Um, which of you, by worrying, can add even one hair to your head? Like, and the the lilies of the field. And I trust that the plans people? he has for me is to advance me and to prosper me and to take care of me. That's what. And I that said. is what he has for all his children. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we don't work. We work our tails off and we yeah. fight. We fight Show like up. we fight like crazy. We fight evil every single day. I'll fight for the border. I'll fight against fear. But you got to identify where you got stuck. Mm. Where did you get stuck in stress response? And, and if you really take the time, you're going to find out that it's rooted in a fear. And you break that fear. And I argue it's impossible to really break. Because fear is a strong man. To really break fear without God and a relationship with God. And, and you know, and really, you know. Having having a revelation and a and, I think, and, and, and true liberty yeah, come in in, sure. in that issue. And we might have hit on this last time, but I think a lot of people, this is one of the reasons they seek drugs and alcohol and escapes like that. Or entertainment. Um, it's a numbing and, agent. It takes, I mean, yeah. I've had so many people who have dealt with alcoholism say, hey, it makes me forget. It just takes all me, of those things. takes the stress and the But they it don't last. The stress away. No, it's temporary. And they don't, they, they don't create more fix, problems. They do. They don't fix the real issue. No, they is, create a compound, it creates more problems. So you have to. You because have now to. a guy gets a DUI. Now he had stress yesterday because of money. Now he's got a DUI. Now he's got to get bail. So true. Now, and it's compounds. just, it, it compounds. It's, there's no way. There's no way. We've got to surrender our thoughts to God. This is why he says, you know, let your thoughts be your thoughts and your deeds my deeds. Yeah. I, I, I say what I hear my father say. I do what I see him do. And, and so it, it's so important for us to self-analyze and go, okay, I am stressed. How does that res- show up it's in my mind i'm working it up i'm afraid and then find the fear find the fear hunt the fear deal with the stress and your life is going to change tomorrow immediately immediately and it doesn't mean you're living a lackadaisical life we go oh money doesn't matter Let's spend everything we got. No, that's stupid. Okay, <laughs> stupidity is a whole nother topic, well, another topic, another podcast. Consequences to your actions. Like, yeah, that's just. And we're just talking life. about fear, stress, yeah. being out of your body. And and you can't control what happens to you, but you can always control your response. Like you, you have that. Um. So, 
that's that's always been important to me is that we're aware of that and that we can operate in that um you ha- you can control your response no matter what happens and having something bigger than yourself to stand on and, and talk to people get help yeah. get help you know and, and talking is so important when god says what you bring into the light will be set free and wh- what does that mean talk about it don't deal with this stuff alone Talk about your stresses and your fears. And I'm not talking about the gossip. And Go to somebody that can actually hold you to, uh, to account, accountable. They can give you good, solid advice that can walk it out with you. That's a friend that's not going to run away and go, hey, I'm stressed. And honestly, it's because I'm afraid. Identify the fear. And for those of you who want to reach out, reach out to me on social media. Direct, send me a DM if you want to learn more about the product from Revel Health. Dr. Pete Sulak, amazing, amazing products. Uh, the Restore product, the Sleep product, the Immune product, uh, the Recovery product. Amazing. And then also a huge shout out always to Restore. Again, Restore. Restore Coffee. Uh, check out RestoreCoffee.com. Uh, William and the guys at Restore Coffee for supporting us. And then an exciting announcement. We're going to start uh, taking this uh, podcast and make it an actual uh, show where it's also video recorded with guests. And we're going to bring in a lot more guests from from next month. But you'll still be able to catch the whole show on podcast. Yeah. And so that's very exciting to to announce that we're going to have that visual medium as well. Before you close, I just want to add one more thing. If you are a person that um, feels like you have more of this stuff under control, awesome. And we we're, no one's perfect, like... We're not very No, it's always a work in process. We are all works in progress. But I will say, um, we need mentors. Like, if you see somebody that is struggling, help them. Proactively reach out. Yeah, proactively look. Be aware. Open your eyes and your ears and your heart to what's around you and the people around you. Because that woman that spoke into me, like, that was life-saving. Like... I'll, I'll say this. If there's one thing that the COVID <laughs> has shown us is that our society lives in immense fear, in stress. And it's now out, it's, it's revealed. And so this is a moment where we can really help people change their lives, not their just their political opinion or how they feel about a mask or not. The mask is just a symptom. The the whole COVID discussion is a symptom. The underlying root is fear. Mm -hmm. And now all that happened is COVID presents itself and now the fear is manifesting. Like, oh, here is something that's actually going to take them out or, or change things, right? And and so and then been, stress comes in and now you, you start running away. You're on a runaway train with your mind. And so I'm asking people, please reach out to people, not with the attitude of, oh, I got to change your mind, but more the attitude of let's talk about fear. What are you afraid of? What fear. are you stressing over? Where does your stress come from? And is it in your mind? Because if it's in your mind, it's going to drive you bat crazy. 
And this is another reason why entertainment is so important and what we put before our eyes, because I believe we were so preconditioned for end of the world scenarios and um, we're so preconditioned for the zombie apocalypse and viruses that take out the whole world population like it's in movies it's so we were ready we are like so many people were ready for that end of the world virus and and end of the world events and i think christians too we're we're ready for revelations like and but it it also puts us in that stuck Stuck um, in a fear of response. Yeah. This, hey, look, I just, I, this is not by design, but I just realized that people are going to celebrate Halloween this weekend. We oh. do not celebrate Halloween. And people are going to, by choice, put themselves in buildings where they're going to get the, the nonsense scared out of them. Yeah. And people chase them with chainsaws and all crap. And I go, why in the world would you do that? But I have a response. I have an answer. They want to feel they can overcome that fear, and that cortisol effect actually becomes, it's like a drug. Yeah, it is. Because they're stuck there. And so people will literally go watch horror movies, be scared, stiff, but watch it, and then stress. And for the next three <laughs> nights, have nightmares and, and think there's the boogeyman is coming for them because what you fear will consume you and it feeds itself and it you actually start craving the drug it's, it's a response, right? And so I'm asking the listener, please. If stress is in your mind and you're feeling it in your body, your heart's fluttering, your stomach is upset. Palm sweaty. Palm sweaty, sweat. all that stuff, yeah. right? We've got to first get it out of your mind, okay? And you have to understand that stress that, that you feel, it's rooted in fear. And so you got to go find out what is the fear. Is it loneliness? Is it lack of purpose? Is it money? Is it abandonment? Is it not being socially recognized? Is it dying? Mm. Is it being shamed? Is it being the only one? People are so afraid to be the only one. The only one to not wear a mask. The only one to not be vaccinated. The only one to, 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 to stand up for righteousness. The only one to... People are so afraid. What if I'm the only one? What if, what if even Christians, well, what if I'm the only one? You know, and I always say, if you're the only one, it's an anointing. I, what a gift. That's so true. And, you know, you're talking about the fear of the Lord. Like, that's that's my thing is, like, I don't want to. I, I really want him to be happy with me. Like, I really want to please him and obey him. And, act, and actually, that point in my life where I was crying myself to sleep as a child, there was a, um, a prophetic woman that came to minister to our children's ministry and she saw all the things that I was going through like it was my first experience um I went to a more charismatic church with my family and but she saw all these things she 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 knew like she read your mail she completely read my mail and I was bawling and and she goes and God just wants you to be happy and that was like damn wall broke like just, yeah, but there's a trigger. Well, happiness. People say, well, money makes me happy. No, you want money because no, you're afraid. But it's, I, not, it's not. It's not. These are tools. No, but. And it, I want people was, to be blessed financially. Yes. But for me, it was like I had put so much stress 
on myself and allowed so much stress and anxiety and fear and depression and um, as a child and it that was that was just like the love of God to me like just being seen and that he doesn't want that for us like he wants that joy um so that just came to my mind and I want I want this I want people to be able to stand in front of their Goliath mm. in the face of danger and not fear it that's where warriors are made that's and I know that's what you want as a listener. You want to be part of the one percent. And I and I do a, a master class on this, which we'll talk about another time. But you're not going to stare your demons in the face and 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 laugh at them if you're not able to do it without that stress response in your mind, in your body, that flutter, that whole fear factor. And I want people to be able to take down giants. Oh my gosh, we can talk about this forever. Cause take that- down giants, right? And so, so thank you for plugging my book earlier. Oh, the the book is almost done and it's amazing. It. I think it's amazing. It's, it's, but, it's really good. But what you're talking about too, like I used to have debilitating fear, stress before competitions because we were both athletes. And it's interesting, everybody feels that. And, and I did it for, had that with plays too um, when I was doing that as well. But everybody gets that fierce kind of stress response. But but some people like feel like it's excitement. We like, turn it into energy. Yes. And for some, it's like it turns into lactic acid and it's debilitating. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, we have to find. And I've I've kind of now that I've you know gone got dealt with a lot of my trauma and a lot of, gotten rid of the fear and all that stuff. I can still feel some of those emotions, but it doesn't, or those physical responses. But it's not debilitating anymore. It's not debilitating. It becomes, it becomes, it becomes a exciting. propellant. Yes, it becomes yes. like yeah. this joy. It's like fuel for joy instead of taking me down. Um, yeah, it's like so you put two people in a roller coaster. You put Philip and I in a roller coaster. You pull us up, you know, 150 feet in the air. You know, and Philippa goes, oh, crap, this is not good, not good. And I go, well, I'm like and, trying and, and, to calm and I, myself and, down the whole time. And I feel, and I feel <laughs> that, I feel that, that anxiety build, but I go, yeah, baby, come on. And then when it releases, it's like, this is the euphoric. We, we have to help people get to a place where they can switch. Mm-hmm. So it's not about being a robot and never feeling. Mm-hmm. It's about that feeling not working against you, but working for you. Mm-hmm. And, and so I want to encourage everybody listening, look into your stress and then go find the fear that's the root, that's the driver of it. And then, and then my prayer for you is that you surrender that and you find healing in that fear. And you're going to see the stress response is not going to be there or you're not going to stay and be stuck in a stress response. Like what Dr. Pete says, come back into homeostasis because ultimately we want you to be all that God created you to be and 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 thrive and do really well. Uh, man, we, I, we, we need to do several no, more do. on this topic and, and, I just and invite to, Dr. Pete and some other folks sure. in. I just need to hit something really quick. Yeah, go, go. can of worms with go. the um, God just wants you to be happy thing. For me at the time, I wasn't happy and I was performing. So that, and that, you know, speaking to a child, that is exactly the words that I needed to hear at the time. Um, but like love and God is love and, and happy. There's, there are consequences to actions um, like, and, and um, yeah. So 
it's not just do anything you want because that won't you won't be happy. No, 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 no. Um, I think the happy that you're talking about yeah. is don't stress so much about being perfect. Yes. And and being the best all the time, or yeah. being, or or for some people, just be your worst critic and be harder on yourself. Yeah. Which I also was. You're stuck in a stress response. Yeah, I was. And and so let's get back to a, a place where yeah. you can heal, and um, and 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 ask for help. There are so many people in your life that will actually walk this out with you, and there's in, there are incredible resources. So please ask for help. Uh, please reach out to us on social media, yaku.points on Instagram, yaku.points on Freespace Social, download Freespace Social on YouTube, and of course, uh, always at our website as well. Look out for uh, what's coming next month when we actually make this a video podcast. We cannot do this without you. God bless you. This is the bottom line where we pull no punches. We get right down to the root because we ultimately want you to be the best version of you. Uh, Philip, it was a joy. Thank you so much. I know you'll be back many, many times. Your insight is always tremendous. We're going to bring you phenomenal guests lined up. Give us the five stars. Give us a rating. Please share this with your friends. That is how people hear more about it. And subscribe so you get the notification. God bless you. This has been The Bottom Line with Yaku Boyens. Follow me on Instagram, Free Space Social, and yakuboyens.com. Till next time.